when we start the show, Flo is always doing something that ends up getting me into trouble. Today, however, Flo is blindfolded as we are going on a mystery adventure for the podcast. Can you tell me where we are going? Not yet. <gasps> I'm really excited because we're going to have such a fantastic day. Plus, we get to share it with all of you cup sprouts. Ick, I cannot see. Can you just help me open this bottle of worm juice, please? Okay, but promise not to spit it on the bus. Oh, fine, enough. Okay, wait, uh, just hold on. Uh, You've got your disgusting worm juice all over me and all over the bus. Sorry! (laughs) Welcome to the Nick Letters Clubhouse with our special guests, Janet Unit and Charlie. to the Nick Letters Clubhouse with me, Nick Letters. Every single one of you Cubs Sprouts listening are welcome to join the fun. We have a new show every month, so hit subscribe on your favourite podcast app. Nick, 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 Nick. Can I take this blindfold off yet? I'm getting really bored of singing. <laughs> okay, Flo, I'm bored of you singing too. Hold on. I'll tell you what. Have a listen. Okay. See if you can guess where we are. Well, crows are really good at listening, so I'm going to listen really hard right now. Hold on. Oh, oh, um, I, I think I can hear water mm. and um, seagulls. They're not speaking in crow. That's mm-hmm. seagull. Um, and children. Oh, there's only one place it can be. What is it? It's a bean factory. A, a- Bean factory? They're like baked beans, you know. Oh, I've always wanted to see how baked beans are made. No, hold on. Let me let me take off your blindfold. Well, I want to see how they're made, and I want to see them in the in their tins and made to look really orangey. And oh, oh, we're at the beach. Oh, how can you say oh? It's the beach. Oh, well, I was as bad as poo. Flo, it's the beach. Wait. The beach, like the beach beach. Like the sandy, wet, fun, ice creamy place. Yeah, that one. Oh my God! I love the beach! <laughs> <sighs> Finally. I'm sorry, Cubs Sprouts. I hope you don't think I'm boring. But this is the one time I can finally put my feet up in peace and quiet and read my book without flow distracting me. Oh, well, that lasted long. Look what's just watched up on the shore. I think it's a message in a bottle. Open it, open it, open it, open it, open it. Oh, what's this? It's the club notices. Oh! I guess we better read them. Yep. And now time for the club notices. <laughs> Thanks for that, Flo. No worries. First up, this is our annual summer holiday adventure. <laughs> And our first one with you, Cub Sprouts. Yep. And I think it's been a great success so far, don't you, Flo? I've got sand in my wings! Wow! I think that's a yes. 
However, we want to take your suggestions for next year. Where should we go? There are no restrictions. We can go anywhere in the world or even further afield. Email your suggestions to nicklettuceh at gmail.com. Oh, 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 and I would like to add a notice too. Is that okay? I yes, would like to um, notify everyone that I have a piece of seaweed stuck in my wings and all I want to do is... I want to do everything at once, so Nick say that the thing is finished and then we can go and have some fun. <laughs> That's the end of the notices. <laughs> Let's go! I was trying to relax and read my novel. What's it called? What does that matter? Look, I thought you were excited to be on the beach. Well, I'm excited to be at the beach, but I'm bored. Well, why don't you want to come and play? I thought you said that you would come and play. Flo, I'd love to, but you know, this book, yeah. mm-hmm. the sun, it's just too much. I, I don't think I can move. I can think of all the amazing things that we could do. We could go swimming. Too cold. Okay, play frisbee. Too sporty. Oh, then build a sandcastle. Oh, no, that's too sandy. But we can't just sit here all day. I can. Right, why don't you go for a run? We spoke to a very special cub sprout, Charlie, who likes to go running by the beach and does something called the park run. Here, take a listen. We are on the beach, well, next to the beach, aren't we? And we are with Charlie. And what have you just done, Charlie? The park run. The park run. And what is the park run, Charlie? Um, um, something that you have fun. So you run. have fun? Yeah. What, what, how far do you have to run? Quite far. Quite far? <laughs> oh my goodness, do you know how long? No! 5K! 5K! Oh my goodness, I don't think I could even fly that far. 5K is really, really far. And do you, did you do it by yourself? Mm, nah. So who did you run with? Uh, I ran with my daddy, but then, but then my Uncle Peter was waiting for me somewhere on the track. Oh, amazing! And how fast did you run? Do you know what your time was? Uh, nope. What was your time last week? 37 minutes. <gasps> 37 minutes! Oh, that's incredible! That's faster than me! I did it in 39 minutes! And did you, when you wanted to do, decided you wanted to do the park run, was it really hard to start and do it, or was it quite easy? Quite hard. Quite hard. Has it been getting easier every time you've done it? Uh, yeah. That's really good. So, if someone wanted to do the park run, what have you got any tips on 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 how to be good at the park run? Um, not stopping. Not stopping. Not stopping. That's a great challenge. That's a really great challenge. You can find out where your local park run is on parkrun.org.uk. Anyone can do it. Oh, that would be a really good thing to do.
Or I can see lots of things that aren't meant to be on this beach, you know. Yeah, and you know, I've seen lots of bits of ice cream packets and sticks and rope and things, and Janet wouldn't like that very much. No, you are absolutely right, she wouldn't. That's because Janet Unit is a beachcomber on the island of Guernsey. Not sure what that is? Look, take a listen. So we've made it onto the beach and we are with Janet. Hello, Janet. Hello, Nick. How are you? Yeah, I'm great, thank you. Um, what are you up to on the beach? Well, I've got my bag with me and I'm collecting any rubbish that I can find on the beach that might be harmful to wildlife. Wonderful. So you call this beachcombing, is that right? I do call it beachcombing, yes. Um, um, do you need a comb to comb the beach? No, you don't actually comb the beach when you beach comb. It's just an expression, a bit like when you comb through your hair. You go through it really carefully looking for any knots. And I basically comb the beach looking for any rubbish. Oh. And so we've come down to a beach on Guernsey and we're going to have a bit of a go. So what do we need to be able to beach comb? Just a very good pair of eyes, really. It's very sensible not to pick up anything you're not sure what it is or that might be sharp. Um, but just to carry a carrier bag if you've got one and just to put the rubbish in. Well, why don't you show us what we need to do? Which way are we going to go? Well, should, I can see a little way? bit of green rope just over there, so I'm going to go and pick that up. Oh, do you want to pick it up, Flo? Yes, I'm flying! Oh, it's longer than I thought. Well done, thank you very much. So what do you, when you've picked up all these things off the beach, what do you do with them? A lot of it sadly has to go in the bin, but if I find anything that's particularly interesting or pretty, sometimes I keep it or make pictures out of it. Oh, what, what kind of pictures do you make? I like to do pictures of the seaside, so when I find bits of sea glass, I make little bird shapes out of them and things like that. Excellent. Uh, so down here, well, we can see so there's some feathers there. Is that the kind they're of... They're none of mine. They're not yours. I think no. they're from seagulls, aren't oh, they? Oh, OK. Yeah. <laughs> so do you only pick up man-made things? Usually I do, yeah. Things like seagull feathers or crow feathers, if you find them, bits of driftwood, they're fine to stay on the beach. Um, but sometimes it's nice if you find something particularly pretty, you can take it home. Wonderful. Should we keep moving? Should we, we go sh that way, I reckon? Let's go that way. Come on, Flo, use your beady eyes. <laughs> oh, never got that rope. There's lots of rope. There's lots of rope, isn't there? They're all bits of very big fishing nets that the big fishermen use in their boats, and sometimes bits break off. And whilst it's only a tiny bit of string or rope, it can be bad because seagulls can eat it or it can get stuck in turtles' mouths and things like that. Found <gasps> you a found a pencil. That's something worth keeping. There we go. Should I put that in your bag for now? Oh, you've got a special keep bag. I have just a special bag for things that I keep and I put them on display. I've noticed as well that you're wearing some very brightly coloured gloves. Yes, you don't always have to wear gloves, but because I like to rummage around in the seaweed and there might be some sharp or dangerous things, it's, it's quite sensible to wear gloves or at least be able to wash your hands afterwards. Found more plastic. Yay, well done. Janet, what's the biggest thing you've ever found on the beach? Oh, I found a dinghy washed up once, like a little tiny boat. <laughs> that was quite big, but I didn't <laughs> take that home. Could you not fit that in your bag? No, that one didn't fit in my bag, so I just dragged it up the beach so it wouldn't go back in the sea. What about the strangest thing? What's the strangest thing you found? Oh, I found lots of strange things. You sometimes find Lego, which is a brilliant children's toy. And years and years and years ago, there was a cargo spill and lots of Lego fell off a boat. And even now, people find the bits of Lego. And on this very beach that we're on, I found a Lego dragon. 
a Lego dragon. Oh, wow. That's, was it Was it scary? Did it breathe fire? No, it didn't breathe fire, thankfully. It was a pretend dragon. It was pretend I was safe. But I only picked it up because I thought it was a bit of black plastic. And I wanted to put it in the bin because it would be harmful. And as soon as I picked it up, I got so excited because I realised it was one of the Lego dragons that had been lost at sea. Incredible. It's a sea dragon! It was a sea dragon, yes. So why is it important that we that people beach came? It's just, well, one, it keeps the beaches looking pretty, which they should do. Um, and a lot of people and children play on the beach and dogs walk on the beach. And it's nice just to keep it clean and, and safe, really, so dogs can't cut their paws on bits of glass or seagulls don't eat a bit of plastic by mistake. Ran another bit. Well done. You're very good, Flo. Thanks. <laughs> oh, here's a drinking straw. These Ooh. are really nasty. Why are they nasty? Well, they're plastic. So, well, so these, this one's plastic, so it won't rot or decompose. So it'll stay around for thousands of years. And they're just... You've, you hear stories of wildlife getting them sort of stuck in their mouths and things, so oh, they're no, really I good. No, so it's really good to get that safely in a bin bag and put it in the rubbish bin. What about lolly sticks? Even though they're wood, what about those? It's up to you, really. I tend to pick them up because they're not naturally found on the beach. But, oh, you've just found one. Well done, Flo. <laughs> but because they're wooden, in theory, I suppose they could stay on the beach because they don't really harm wildlife. Look at that bit of rope. That's, That's a huge bit of rope. We've got lots of bits of coloured rope, actually. That seems to be what we're mainly finding today. Which is quite nice because it's not litter that people have left behind because I, I get very sad when you find crisp wrappers and drinks cans and things on the beach because I think, well, why couldn't you just put it in the bin on the way back home? But when it's things washed up, I, I think, well, they're accidental things that people didn't mean to drop or lose. No, of course. So it's very important that people tidy up after themselves. When you go anywhere, whether it's the park or the beach, um, just make sure you put the stuff in the bin or the recycling. Yeah, and it's so easy to do, because most places have bins, or if they haven't, just pop it in your bag and put it in your bin at home. So how long have you been uh, beachcombing for? Well, I've always liked beachcombing. I'm lucky to live on Guernsey, and I've lived here all my life. So I've always enjoyed coming to the beach and looking for interesting things, but it's only in the last sort of two or three years it's become a hobby of mine to regularly come out and clean the beaches. I can't believe how much rope is on this beach There's today. There's a lot, isn't it? Loads of different colours. We've got all sorts of colours in here. We've got red, orange, blue, green, pale blue, and Flo the Crow found a bit that was yellow and blue. So how often, because on Guernsey there's lots and lots of beaches, so I imagine you must go around all around the island doing this. Yeah, I tend to come to this beach because it's the nearest one to my house, um, and a lot of people come to this beach, so it's one that's quite nice to keep clear because I can see lots of people walking their dogs, so it's nice to keep it safe for the dogs. But yeah, I try and go to different beaches, and it's nice to explore different beaches that I maybe haven't been to before. It's a great excuse to get out there and, yeah, wander into unusual places as well definitely i absolutely love walking and i love the beaches and i don't like litter so i think well why not mix it all up and pick up litter while i'm enjoying the beaches now if someone else wanted to have a go at this like you said you just need like a a bag maybe maybe some gloves if in just in case um do you have to do it on a beach no i mean i i like to beach comb because i like the idea of finding things that have washed up from sea 
But you can also, if you're out and about in the park or you're at the playground playing, if you see a crisp wrapper or something on the ground, it's really great if you can just pick it up and pop it in a bin. Excellent. Well, Janet, thank you so much for showing us beachcombing. Thank you for helping. And like you said, you don't need a beach to even do it. Nope. And Flo and I would like to make you an honorary <gasps> cub sprout. Yeah! I love Yay! sprouts! <laughs> thank you very much. So that is another great thing that you could do on the beach, Flo. Didn't we have the best time doing that? Oh, yeah. Do you know what? I think I'm going to go and have a look at this beach. If you cub sprouts want to see examples of what we found, we've put photos of our finds up on our social media, at NickLettuceCH. And you can follow Janet's adventures on Facebook by going to her page, Janet's Beachcombing Finds. snaps go. Oh. Oh. Hi, hi Flo, what are you doing up there? Not much, uh, just building in the sand. Oh, uh, that sounds good. Have you been making something spectacular? Uh, you could say that. Oh, I'd love to see it. Uh, where is it? Flo, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, why Why can't I move? What's, what's going on? I think that you'll find that you are my building project. <laughs> I call it the talking head. You've you buried me up to my <laughs> head in the sand. Yeah, oh, it's taken all day, but I think I've done a pretty fantastic job. Oh, that's really funny, Flo. Well, well done. Now, can you dig me out, please? <laughs> okay, Cub Sprouts. Well, that's about all time we have for this episode. No, wait, Flo. Remember You've got to get me out to of here. Check us out on social media at NickLettuceCH. The Flo. The, okay. The, the sea's coming I'm in soon. I'm off to get back to the club bus. Bye. No, wait, Flo. Come back. I'll, I'll pay you in worms. I'll give you foot rods for the next month. I'll, I'll, I'll clean your nest from top to bottom. Flo. Get me out of here! It's not funny! No! Thank you very much for downloading and listening to the Flow Letters Clubhouse. Cub Sprouts, if you enjoyed the show, hit the subscribe button and make sure you get the next show to your device as soon as it comes out. Also, if you'd like to send us a message, please do. I really don't have many more friends left to the clubhouse, you can email us at nickletterch at gmail.com. Thank you to Janet Unit and Charlie for being guests on the show. This show is produced by Nick Degari. Our next podcast will come out on the 19th of October. But while you wait, you can listen to our previous episodes on nickletterclubhouse.com. Oh, there's some great ones in there. You know what? It doesn't matter how many times I wash. I think I'm still going to find sand everywhere, especially in my underpants. I tell you what, I'll let you tell me a joke whilst you give me my foot rub, since I was so kind to let you out. Oh, fine. Okay, here's my joke. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Oh, 
Oh, that's a blind fish. No, it's a fish. Nick, I am surprised at you. Name calling is a terrible thing to do, especially for a fish that is blind. They are probably having a tough time trying to swim about without you calling them no, silly no, no, names. No, 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 Flo, Flo, I wasn't trying to call anyone names. It's just a joke. Fish is when you take the I out of the word fish. See? I see. That's not funny. <laughs> oh, well, I know a joke that is. Uh, knock, knock. Hold on. I, I know you love knock, knock jokes, but why not try a different type of joke? Uh, no. Like what? Well, uh, what about a joke where you cross something with something? For example, what do you get if you cross a kangaroo with a sheep? A woolly jumper. Oh, I see. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Um, I just made this up on the spot, so bear with me. Okay. But... Right. <clears throat> what do you get if you cross worms with more worms? I don't. Wormy worms! <laughs> I think I prefer the knock knock jokes. <laughs>